You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Right before I hit record on this podcast, I got an email, um, which I don't I don't even know why I get emails from them, but every once in a while I get an email from 1065 The End. And it said that restaurants, gyms, um, churches are all opening at a limited capacity. So I ran downstairs and I told Brett, but then I'm like, wait. I don't see this anywhere else. Like normally it's KCRA where the news comes first. Like, can I trust this email, this random email that I got when I'm not seeing the news of this anywhere else? So um, I'll keep my eye on it while I record this. But man, if gyms are about to reopen restaurants, I can finally eat inside because it's still fucking hot out there. I can't. Let me tell you, we went out on Sunday. Um, We have friends in town from Chicago. So on Sunday, we wanted to have a little Sunday fun day. But of course, everywhere you go, you have to eat something. So let's see. We started out at Golden Bear. Let me just tell you, they had some bomb drinks on the menu. I got a red sangria and then I got a white sangria. And then we also shared adobo wings. They were the best wings I've ever tasted in my whole entire life. The dressing that came with it was like a ranch, but it tasted more of like a dill dressing. It's kind of like the dressing that you get with a baguette at Labu. Anyways, I wanted the wings so bad we tried to go back yesterday, but they were closed. So yeah, I 10-10 recommend going to Golden Bear. It was so freaking good. Then we walked across the street and we went over to Flamingo House. I got a, uh, let's see, I got a, um, what was it? A lavender lemonade. It was supposed to come with gin, but I subbed it out for vodka. And then after that, I got a pina colada. The lemonade vodka was just okay. It was super sugary. So like kind of made me feel fucked up, gave me instant heartburn but the pina colada was really good and then we also got chips and guac there and their guacamole was so bomb after that let's see where did we go after that after that we walked over to lowbrow because we were like oh let's get some share some duck fat fries so we were ordering everywhere and then the four of us were sharing it so we walk over to lowbrow and we're like okay let's get a drink from here and then let's get some dirty duck fat fries but because the duck fat fries are so good we were like let's each get an order per couple so brett and i got one and then our friends got one to share so we also get drinks from there the drink because i think they're doing like pre-made was horrific. It was like the worst drink I've ever had in my life. Um, I had to just like suck it down because I, you know, we ain't wasting up in here, especially because you have to order food everywhere. Like if I don't like my drink, it doesn't matter. I'm drinking it anyway. So I drank it. It was a, um, God, why am I having such a hard time? It was a, um, what's the ginger beer thing? Um, uh, Moscow mule. It was a Moscow mule. And then we got the dirty, dirty duck fat fries. The It tasted like we were eating a raw potato. Like they didn't cook them long enough. So it was not a good experience. So after that, we were like, fuck, where do we go now? Like we're starting to fill up. So I was like, I'm really craving just like a good cocktail that I know is good. That's consistent. And the one place that I can think of that has consistently good cocktails, they taste the same every single time I go is Jungle Bird. So we walked down to Jungle Bird. They have an amazing, outdoor patio like it is huge so we went there we got drinks we got um the poo poo platter to share wontons egg egg rolls uh chicken skewers um popcorn shrimp and then we got the macadamia nut chi chi that drink for two brett and i shared it oh my god it was so good just what the doctor ordered i was just saying on my last podcast that i've been struggling with drinking because nothing sounds good like i just want a freaking cocktail and that jungle jungle bird cocktail was just stuck in my head all week so i'm so glad that i finally got to get it after that we were going to go to red rabbit but it was closed apparently it closes at 2 30 on 2 30 on sundays which 
by the time we got there, we were so full. I don't think we could have eaten anything else anyways. We were all dying. So we walked to the Safeway on Alhambra, got some wine, got some White Claws, and then came back home and played some board games. So it was so much fun. It was so nice to get out and do something, but it was also so freaking hot. Like I was going to the bathroom just so I could get a break in the AC. Um, it's almost awkward. It's almost October and it's still so hot outside. <laughs> and you know what's so annoying is I'm like, I need to lay out as much as I can while it's still hot so that my tan will last longer into the year. But of course, every morning I wake up and I'm just like, Meh, I don't feel like going outside. I don't want to be hot. I just want to stay inside in the AC like and I'm going to be pale by January and I'm going to be pissed that I didn't just take my ass outside and soak up the last days of fucking summer. The people that we have staying with us are still here and they one of them is in the next room working like I can hear her talking on an actual legitimate conference call. And here I am. Fuck, 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 fuck. Hopefully she can't hear me through the walls. I can kind of hear her. So fingers crossed that I'm not popping up in the back of her Zoom meeting. (laughs) Anyways, going back to what I was saying about the reopenings, it would be so nice if we could eat outside. It would be so nice if we could go to the gym. Brett and I just signed up for Anytime Fitness. Literally two days later, they shut down again. So it, the the whole spiel was you signed up for 14 months, you get the two months for free, and then every month after, and then you're just in a 12-month commitment. So we signed up. Brett hadn't even gone yet. yet. Like I was the one that signed us up. Brett hadn't even stepped foot in the gym, and then it closed down again. So he has just been dying to go to the gym. He's like, I just feel terrible. My mental health, you know, he just, he he's some, someone that needs to be active. So I really hope that this email is true because it would just be so great if we could go back into the gym and start working out like normal human beings. Of course, I still go to P2O um, and they I've been so freaking lucky. They have been not only streaming Um, doing virtual classes since the pandemic, but then they also built these outdoor oasis, (laughs) oases in their parking lots. And it's been so great for the past couple months because they've been able to operate outside. So with a few days, you know, not being able to do that with the smoke and then we've had company in town. So it's so hard to like get away and go do something when you're like also trying to entertain. So I haven't gone in the last couple of weeks, but I'm so thankful that they've been open and that I've been able to go to them. And even when I'm not able to go that they offer virtual virtual classes. And here's a cool thing too. If you sign up to be a member at P2O and let's say that you missed all the virtual classes that week, they email them to you at the end of the week so that you can download them and save them. Like I probably have 50 P2O classes saved on my computer so that like, you know, one day when I've missed them all or there isn't a class time that works for me, I can just pull up an old archive and work out in my living room. I have never, ever in my life stuck to a gym like I have with P2O. It's it's a hot Pilates studio, if if you don't know what I'm talking about. So there's one in Midtown and there's also one off exposition. They do hot Pilates. They do yoga. They do kettlebells. They do um, strength and conditioning. They offer so many amazing classes. The people there honestly feel like my friends. I talk to them as if they are. I mean, they are, but you know what I mean? Like you just build that relationship with them. I will never in my life stop going to P2O. Um, most recently, I did a class at home and I was going to try to be that trendy, trendy workout girl that, you know, sets up a phone and does a time lapse of, of a workout holy crap, have you ever done that before? It's mortifying. I'm like, is that what everyone's seeing when I'm working out? It's like recording a sex tape and then you watch it back and you're like, ooh, that's that's not good. You know, that movie with Cameron Diaz where she records a sex tape and then they watch it at the end and they're like, is that what we look like? Because that is terrible. That's exactly how I felt about watching myself do Pilates. I was like, I'm going to post this and promote P2O because I'm always trying to spread the word about, you know, amazing finds, um, whether it be a gym or a product 
food item recipe. You know, I just try to share the love. So I was like, I'm going to do this time lapse workout video. I'm going to post it and then tell everyone that they should join P2O. Yeah, negative. That deleted. I got the, I deleted that video immediately and then deleted it out of my most recent deleted folders. Like I didn't want that surfacing anywhere in life because it was so fucking terrible. So I'm, I'm definitely never going to be able to instruct Pilates, but I do love taking it. Um, I don't know what kind of deals they have going on right now. They always have something going on. You can check them out um, through the MindBody app or just go to their Instagram and they have normally they have what they have going on on their on their Instagram page. So actually, let me give you their direct Instagram name. I wasn't even planning on sharing this as my weekly Instagram, but I'm telling you, you start following them. You see the community that they've built, um, the videos that they post, the content, the deals that they have. And I really think that if you're looking for a new like organized fitness, this could be the one for you. What I was starting to say is that I've never stuck with a gym this long. Like I've gone to 24. I've done boot camp. I have never, ever in my life stuck to something this long. I just love them so much. I can't imagine ever not going there. I think I started going in 2017, so I've been going for a while now. Anyways, here's their Instagram so that you can follow them if you're looking for something in the Sacramento area. Voted five times best Pilates studio by KCRA. So P2O Hot Pilates. That's how you find them. P2O as in Oreo, not zero as in the number. Hot Pilates. So highly recommend checking them out if you're looking for something in the area. I'm so excited that gyms are opening up so I can kind of, I mean, uh, right now I haven't been doing anything. So it would just be so nice before I go back to work full time to like, you know, really get in a regimen and get in a routine and start working out again. It's just been so hard because things have been so back and forth. And of course, if the, if what I just read in that email from 1065 is true and gyms are reopening at a lower capacity, of course it would happen the day after I order a fucking Peloton bike because we did that last night. I told you I was manifesting it. I've been manifesting a Peloton for so freaking long. I have like dropped hints with Brett. I feel like he's never been fully paying attention to me when I've been talking about it. I haven't done, look, look, I'm not like a biker. I'm not, I haven't done a spin class in years. I used to go to the 24 hour at five points on Fair Oaks and Arden all the time to do a spin class. Probably haven't done one since then. I know they're becoming super popular and trendy. Um, I do want to go try one out, but I also know that I would probably die. So I've just been really wanting a Peloton because I know that you can like add your friends and bike with them and do all these classes. And it just seems perfect for me because I can do it at home. Uh, I could do it whenever I want. I've just been really wanting one. So I was talking to my friend Amanda about it yesterday and she was talking about getting herself one. So I don't really know how it came about, but I was I was on the couch with Brett last night and I just happened to go on the website and take a look. And then I saw that you can finance one um, payments, 49 bucks a month zero APR, zero interest, none of that. So it's just, I'm just paying for the bike over the course of, you know, a year or two years. And that how that's how I sold him on it. He just doesn't like the idea of spending like a big lump sum at once. But if he is making payments every month, he can deal with that. So I had him on the train. He was like 49 bucks a month. Yeah, that's not bad. So I just f- jumped on it. Like I didn't didn't give him time to think about it. I just freaking ordered one. So I just ordered the basic bike. They just came out with a new one, which is more expensive. I also feel like last time I looked at these bikes, they were more expensive. So they've gone down about 200 bucks from what I remember. So the new bike, it actually like moves around. So I guess when you like take turns and stuff, it it moves. I don't need all that. I just need the basic Peloton. So I ordered it without any of the shoes or any of the other things. Like we have weights at home. We have mats. I didn't feel like we needed the package that included everything. The only thing that I am a little bit worried about 
is we didn't get the shoes. So I got a couple suggestions on where to get shoes. We need to get them and then get the clips so that when we do get the bike, you know, we're able to use it because I didn't order the shoes with it. But here's the thing. We have plenty of time to figure that out because God damn it. After I place the order at that point, they give you the window when they're going to deliver it. Guess when our window is? Actually, it's not even a window. They give you an exact date. So our date is January 4th between 2 and 4 o'clock. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? January 4th, I got this bike so I can start, you know, working on it and start biking and get active at home while I'm still off work and I'm not even going to get it until 2021 kind of bullshit is that? So I posted about it on Instagram. I know so many people that have Peloton, so many people that I follow and so many people that I know personally. And so I was hoping that when I woke up this morning, I would have a ton of suggestions in my inbox as to how to expedite that shipment. So I had a lot of suggestions about the bike. And I also had suggestions on how to try to get the bike here a little bit sooner. So one person said, make sure when they set it up for you that you mark where the seat and where the settings are supposed to be. And since Brett and I are both going to be using it, I'm so glad that this person reached out and told me that so that I can like make a mark to show where it goes for Brett and where it goes for I so that it's set up where it goes for I, where it goes for I. Just say that where it goes for me. So that when we ride, we have it set up correctly. Um, And then multiple people said that they had the same issue as me when they ordered it. The date was super far in advance. So they just called them and kept reaching out and eventually got into a cancellation spot. So first thing I did this morning was I got on the Peloton chat on their website. And I was like, oh, this will be easy because I was trying to watch Dancing with the Stars before I recorded this podcast. So I was like, I'll stay on hold. I'll watch Dancing with the Stars. No big deal. So the queue started at 100. I was the 100th person in the queue. I got down to 58 and then I looked down at my phone and the page refreshed and I lost my spot in line. So I was like, fuck, man, that's so freaking frustrating. And normally that would get me fired up enough to be very unpleasant on the phone because I hate dealing with customer service. I worked at a call center for a while and that didn't give me any type of grace. (laughs) That didn't make me be nicer to people when I call them. If anything, it made it 10 times worse and it made me more irritable. So I got on the, but I did realize that if I wanted something done, if I wanted a Peloton earlier if I wanted the bike earlier I was going to have to be nice so I get on the phone I the option is either to place an order or if you're having trouble with like the track like if the bike is my malfunctioning so I pressed to place an order and then the girl's super friendly on the phone she's like Peloton service department sales department how can I help you so I told her I was like I don't think this is the right spot but you know I I basically explained my situation and then she got super bitchy because she realized she wasn't making a sale and she's like I'll transfer you to the customer relations so I sat on hold for an hour finally got through to someone And he was so nice. He tried to do everything he could. He said he looked in his computer. He didn't see an earlier date. Then he put me on hold again. And he said that he reached out to the actual like delivery department um, and saw to check to see if they had anything earlier. And they also didn't. So he said he would put me on an email list where if something pops up sooner, they'll reach out to me and then we can get it delivered sooner. So fingers crossed for that. But then, of course, after that, I did my due diligence and also emailed them and explained the situation and just said, you know, on your website, it says four to eight weeks could take a little longer, but January 4th is way more than four to eight weeks. Like so many people are telling me also to cancel my order to place another one. Then don't select the date of delivery and go on the next day and then select it. But I don't want to risk it. And I also don't want to deal with trying to get a refund because another one of my friends said that she's been waiting for a refund for like weeks from Peloton because her delivery date was super far out. So she ended up canceling it and going with a different like workout equipment. I think she said she got that mirror that you can work out in, which I don't want to do. I want the bike, but I just don't want to wait till January 4th. I'm super impatient. Um, I want it now. I want it yesterday. 
I want it today. So I'm just going to keep emailing them, I think, and calling them in hopes that one day I'll get lucky and I'll find a slot that is sooner than January 4th. I mean, God, we're going to be getting the dog around that time. It's just going to be chaos. I mean, hopefully we're going to be getting the dog around that time. I also don't know what time, what, what, when we're getting the dog. I don't know. I, she's, I'm pretty sure the dog's not pregnant yet. Um, they're supposed to reach out to me when the dog's pregnant so I can get a better idea of what's going on. Oop, I just got a very important text message. Hold that thought. Oh, I just had to take a little break because my stepmom called me and my dad. I feel... I feel like it was a couple episodes ago where I was like, everything's going so good. Like, I just feel so happy. My dad's doing better. And I just feel like I jinxed him. Like, I know I didn't jinx him, but I feel like things have not been going good since then. And I keep telling myself that, like, I just need to be consistent with this podcast. Like, today, I mean, we have guests, so it's hard to record when there's just people in the house. You know what I mean? Um... I feel like I didn't have a lot of content this week. Like I have all these stories from my life that I can tell, but um, I want to ease into them. You know, I like to like have a little bit of a, of a variety. And so last week I just did more so a strictly entertainment episode. And I feel like my listenership went down just a little bit. I feel like you guys really like when I have a big story to tease. And this week I have a couple little stories to go along with things that I'm talking about. But um, I just like I just got some bad news. I just feel a little bit checked out, but I know that I have to be consistent. Not every like time that I record this podcast is going to be, you know, happy and rainbows and butterflies. Um, <sighs> I need to take a deep breath. <sighs> so, yeah, my dad's in the hospital. I just got that news and I still have to do my show and I still want to do this podcast. And I don't want to get into this podcast to me is like so therapeutic. I do it for a reason. I feel like it helps me in so many ways. And if I wasn't doing this right now, I don't know. I'd be sitting in a room and crying, which is technically what I'm doing right now. But I'm going to get past the hump, get back into the groove. I'm trying not to... <laughs> I don't want sympathy. I'm a crier. I talked about that in my last episode. Hi, dead giveaway. The episode was called You've Got Me Feeling Emotions. Obviously, in COVID times, I can't just like, you know, stop recording and go to the hospital. It's not exactly how it works. Gosh, I told you my mouth was juicy last episode. Now my nose is juicy. Allergies have already been kicking in. Oh, gosh. And when I cry, it's just like a faucet. Um, I want to be consistent. I want to, this might not be the longest episode ever. I probably will cut it off a little bit early, but um, it's therapeutic for me. Like, look, I've already calmed down a little bit where if I were just alone with my thoughts, I'd probably be hysterical, (sighs) but it does help. It's like I'm in therapy with all of you. (laughs) You're not sitting here. You don't listen to it as I'm doing it. You listen to it a day later or a couple days later, but it just feels... It feels therapeutic. Anyways, I think I was talking about a Peloton for probably like 18 minutes too long, but I really hope that we can get it early. I don't know what I was talking about before, but I'm just going to go ahead 
and dump right into Dancing with the Stars. Dump right into it. I'm going to jump right into Dancing with the Stars. Um, I watched it this morning. I wasn't able to watch it last night because we've had guests, you know, and normally Brett and I just sit like bumps on a log watching TV, but we weren't, we weren't, we haven't been able to do that as much. So we did watch Love Island last night. I can't believe that's ending this week. It's so crazy. Um, that it's about to be over. I really want to reach out to Selly and try to get her on this podcast because I just love her. She seems like the nicest human being on the face of the planet. Then I woke up this morning and watched Dancing with the with the Stars. It was a little anticlimactic. I'm not like the biggest Disney nerd, so like some of those movies I hadn't even heard of. I know that's embarrassing to say, but like Newsies, that couldn't have been more not in my wheelhouse like at all um there were a couple other movies that i had never seen before um i've never seen moana i did know the song that they danced to though i love that song moana has been on my on my list of shows to watch for such a long time but i'm just never in a position to like watch a disney movie actually recently i've had a couple days where i have had alone tv time which i don't normally have anymore brett and i normally watch everything together and i think when i have alone tv time i'm so overwhelmed by the amount of choices that I have of things to watch that like I just can't decide and I end up picking something that it just isn't the best choice and I'm like god damn it so I need to start writing down I know there's a bunch of documentaries that I want to watch they're Moana there's a bunch of Disney movies that I've never seen so I need to start making a list that I can go to kind of like our restaurant list so I can go back and kind of look at the things um <sighs> that I know I want to watch sorry I am determined to put this podcast out. You guys have no idea. I have stopped it and almost hit the delete button like five times because do I really want to put this out there? Like I'm, uh, some people are criers like me. Some people like that I'm transparent. Some people admire that I'm so able to be so emotional like on social media and I'm like not afraid to cry or express myself, whether it's, you know, on social media or when I've done morning radio. There's been plenty of times where I've cried and so many of you have reached out and said that that's admirable, which is so funny because I feel like it's weak. <laughs> but then there's also people that are going to be listening to this that are like, ew, is she serious? But here's the thing. I got off the phone and I just started hitting record again, because if I didn't, I don't I just would have fallen into like a dark place. So my thoughts just aren't that together right now. But I feel like. I'm just being me and I feel like this has slowed me down in my delivery a little bit, which I know has been something that I struggle with. When I listen back, sometimes I'm like, Jesus, Megan, take a breath. But I'm determined to do this podcast. Like I said, I almost deleted it <laughs> so many times in the past 10 minutes. I've stopped it and started it again and highlighted it to delete. And then I'm just like, no, don't delete it. Just put it out there. Not that I feel like someone's going to relate to my exact situation, and not that I'm over here like I'm not like standing behind like being emotional like I, everyone is their own type of emotional. I just had a situation recently with one of my friends who I'm definitely not going to name, but something happened to her and I was like, did you cry? And she was like, Megan, you know, I'm not a crier. And this was like a big thing in her life. So some people are just not criers and I am, but I don't think I could have got back into the flow of what I was talking about it would have been a noticeable difference. So instead of just trying, I just jumped back into it, told you what was happening, and now I'm trying to carry on. So sorry if my my train of thought isn't, um, you know, the best right now. 
Dancing with the Stars last night. I am so mad because it was finally on on a Monday night so I can watch it and then talk about it today. But I feel like nothing really happened. Shocker, Carol Baskin got sent home. We all knew she was going to be the next one to go home. I'm sure there's plenty of people that were voting for her because they think it's funny. But there's also plenty of people who hate her. She's also a terrible dancer. I was shocked that Anne was in the bottom with her because I feel like she's a really good dancer. I feel like so many people did worse than her. Like Jesse Metcalf. Yeah, he's nice on the eyes, but he did not do the best last night, in my opinion. I think Chriselle did a lot better. Um, Caitlin Bristow. I really wish that I could have seen the look on her face when other people got a better score than her. I feel like she feels very privileged because she was a dancer in the past. And I love Caitlin Bristow. I just feel like she thinks she's going to win it. And so I'm just curious as to her reaction when people do better than her. Like, is she humble? Is she upset? Um, I feel like she makes this look on her face when she is smiling through it. And I feel like I could tell. (laughs) So I wish I just could have seen her reaction. I think the biggest shock for me is how well they all do dancing in high heels. I can't even walk in high heels. And the fact that I've gone this whole year without having to wear high heels because what have I done is really concerning to me because I am such a klutz. I'm always rolling an ankle or falling, which is why I never wear them because is it more embarrassing for Brett if I'm wearing flats or if I'm wearing heels and falling all over the place? I know that he loves high heels. I just I can't do it. I'll never forget. Um, There was this bar. It used to be on J Street around the area of Bar West. I'm legally not allowed to say the name because, well, you're about to find out. My friend was having her 21st birthday there. So this was a while ago. And I bought these black Jessica Simpson heels. And I remember at the time, my best friend and I had had a falling out and I knew she was going to be there. So normally girls get all dressed up for a guy, but I was getting all dressed up because I knew I was about to see my ex-best friend. And she is this gorgeous girl. And I, you know, have always been just like the uglier friend. (laughs) So I felt like I needed to really look good. So I, I, I got these big black Jessica Simpson heels, um, a gray sparkly dress from BB. I went and got my hair done. We had been there for probably like an hour and I was carrying two drinks back from the bar in these heels. I can never been able to walk in heels and I fell and I tried to save the drinks. And so somehow I like landed on my head and got a concussion. And I later found out that after I fell, my, I was unconscious. Um, I woke up realized my boobs had fallen out of my shirt, tucked them back in, threw up on the floor, and then passed back out. And tons of people from my high school were there, tons of people that I knew. I mean, it was a big thing. They had to call the ambulance. I got carried out in a stretcher. The people that I, that I knew that weren't inside were outside waiting in line. Um, I ended up in the hospital. My dad, my dad, I woke up and my dad was there. I had a concussion. It was this big old thing. And there happened to be a lapse, I think, in their insurance. So we like basically went after them to pay for my ambulance ride, if I'm remembering this correctly. And so they paid for it. And there was a little bit of a fight in between. And so I was talking to some of the people that had seen, you know, what had happened and saying, like, if this goes to court, like, you know, can you guys testify or I I mean, this was so long ago, I don't even know how something like this works, because I've never been involved besides this one instance. And I'll never forget, I reached out to this guy, Ben, who had who had seen firsthand what had happened. And he was like, yeah, if we have to go to court, can I tell the judge your titties popped out? I'm like, no, absolutely not. Can you please leave that out? (laughs) It was so embarrassing. And ever since then, I've never tried to wear a big heel. I just, I cannot do it. There's been so many times where I've been like, my goal for the year is going to be walking high heels. I'm going to wear them around the house. And 
it just never happens because they're so uncomfortable. Every time we go to Vegas, I'm just bitching and complaining because my feet hurt. So I've just started wearing a kitten heel, like no shame in my game. You're not about to catch me out here being uncomfortable just for the sake of fashion. No, thanks. So I don't understand how these people do Dancing with the Stars in these high heels because I would literally break my neck. I wrote this down because I thought of this recently as an idea um, for my podcast. You know, a lot of parents do not listen to podcasts. It's not really in their, you know, wheelhouse. It's not, they're not the generation for podcasting. I'm sure some, some do, but most of your parents probably do not listen to podcasts. They probably don't even know where the podcast icon is on their phone. So do me a solid. Next time you're at your parents' house or someone old's house, go to their iPhone, go to the podcast icon and subscribe them to my podcast so that every episode automatically downloads and I can get those numbers up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I've had a couple people reach out to me recently that want to collab. Um, the host of my podcast actually reached out to me recently and noticed a spike in my numbers. And so they sent me a few videos to, I don't know, I haven't watched them yet, so I don't know what they're to. But I've just noticed that, you know, my listenership keeps going up, even though I did have a little bit of a drop last week. And I just feel like the way to optimize to get more downloads, even if they're not listens, is to download sneakily on your parents' phone. Thank you. Have a nice day. I have not done that to my dad because I'm scared to death that he'll listen. <laughs> Even though most of the stuff that I talk about, he already knows. I just, I don't know. You know how it is sometimes. I feel like Justine on Love Island where she's like so nervous about what her parents think because they're strict and not that my dad's super strict anymore. I mean, I'm an adult, but you know, he still he probably wouldn't like the things. He probably wouldn't like that I talk about him at all. Um, he probably wouldn't appreciate that I just told the story about falling in the lawsuit. I mean, there's some things that he would probably reprimand me for. And I'm still like a 13 year old where like I feel like I'm going to get in trouble. Although one day I'm scared to death that he's just going to like figure out and decide that he's going to listen because he is on Instagram and stuff. He sees me post about my podcast all the time. And I'm like, one of these days, he's going to click on the link and he's going to listen. And I just pray to God that it's an episode where I'm talking about the Bible in Sunday school. Oh God, that would never happen. I only have one story about Sunday school. I actually used to go to church when I was younger with my mom. My mom would buy me a Sunday school dress, like new Sunday school dresses all the time. I remember going to like summer camps and I would go to church with her. It would just be her and I. She would go to the normal service. Um, we went to First Covenant when it used to be in College Glen off of La Riviera and then it moved over off the freeway. But when it moved, I wasn't going there anymore. Um, I used to go to a summer camp there. I'll never forget one time I was at the summer camp and they were doing slip and slide, which in this day and age, no summer camp, no church is going to have a slip and slide because they're dangerous as hell. And my mom was, was going to pick me up this day. I don't know if it was like I spent the night there, if it was just like an everyday thing, but she was waiting by the fence for me to be done. It was my turn to do the slip and slide. And I get on the slip and slide and I slip and I slide right into a fence and I hurt myself so bad. Talk about being con concussed. I was probably concussed here. I was crying. I remember I had a big bump on my head and I feel like I never went back to summer school camp after that. <laughs> but I stopped going to Sunday school. Gosh, well, my mom started living in a convalescent hospital because my dad didn't go to church. So I stopped going. And then my friend, the same friend that I talked about that I had a falling out with, I'm friends with her again now. She had me going back to that same church, First Covenant, when it moved off of Highway 50. I, I remember I went there with her. I got back into it when I was like in high school and I did a play. They have a Christmas play every year and I was involved one year and I remember it was like so much fun. I got costumes made and I, I think I went to church for a little bit, but I think what I was hoping to find not was, was not God, but a boyfriend. 
<laughs> I don't think I did. I think this was pre-braces and pre-learning um, how to defrizz my hair. So I was looking real rough. I was a charity case. But ever since then, I just, I, I haven't gone. I wonder if that's ever something that I'll get back into or I wonder if my kids will go to Sunday school or I don't know. It's not just, just not something that like I can see myself doing on a Sunday. I definitely can't imagine Brett doing that on a Sunday, but it does remind me, remind me of my mom. And I do have good memories of going minus the slip and slide of going to Sunday school. Getting a dog has just been um, on the forefront of my mind. I'm always thinking about it. One day I'm so excited. I can hardly stand it. I'm Googling pictures, reading books that I've read over and over again, or like certain chapters of books. Um, and then other days I'm like so full of anxiety because I look at Chuck and I'm just like, I love Chuck so much. Like I can't imagine having another animal and I don't want him to think that I love. I just psycho the things that I think are absolutely psycho. But it's all I've been thinking about lately. And, and I feel like my phone obviously knows that if you watch the social dilemma, you know that your phone and the social media platforms know everything you're thinking, possibly before you even think it. So I've just been seeing so many animal products pop up on my ads and I want to buy all of them like I'm such a sucker for animal products. I want bowls. I want necklaces. I want, I just want it all. And the other day I saw this necklace and you can get your pet's paw print or it's a ring. It was a ring. You get your pet's paw print on the ring. And I'm like, I die. I mean, if I could just wear a, outfits with Chuck's face on them every single day, I would. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm trying to get a Chuck tattoo on my arm. I'm just such a sucker for, for pet items. So if you have one for a dog or even a cat that you really enjoy, please send it my way because I'm trying to make a list of things that I want to get from the pet store to prepare for this dog, but to also make sure that Chuck knows that he's the number one hoe in this house. <laughs> even though the poor guy, he's been hiding. We He does, he is a little bit more used to people than he used to be. Like when it was just me and him, he was scared of everyone that came in the house. Now that he lives with Brett and Brett is, you know, a very loud human being, he's a little more used to people being around. But still, when we have guests, he hides a lot. So this week he is not eating as much as he normally does. I pray to God he's not peeing in the closet that he's been hiding in. But he just like, he'll come out for a little bit. But the second someone stands up or makes a noise, he like runs into the closet. Luckily, he has still been sleeping with us but poor guy he needs a break he's not used to people staying for this long and he's just been like either under the bed or in the closet the entire time so I want to get him a, a, a treat for when they leave but also it was his adoptiversary over the weekend I got him six years ago isn't that crazy September 27th 2014 so I've, I've been racking my brain on what to get him I didn't have it for the exact day but obviously I'm not that insane he's a cat he doesn't know so I just want to get him a little something for his adoptiversary so if you have any pet products that you really love please send them my way I, I do have a lot of things that I had written down for this podcast um you know because I've been doing hour-long episodes but I am going to allow myself to cut this one a little bit short this week. I'm just going to talk about a couple more things and then I'll make up for it next week. I just like feel, you know, I'm just not all there. So one thing that I definitely want to talk about and one of the major motivators in doing this episode, because last week it, or next week it might not be relevant, is the Demi Lovato situation. Her and her fiance, the second they got engaged, I was like, OK, I don't know who this guy is. They've only been together for what? It was like two, four months. Um, I, 
I was just very weary of it. I feel like she is a celebrity that's kind of always been known, kind of like Ariana Grande, to jump in and out of things. Maybe not relationships, but just, I I don't know. She just seems like she makes decisions on a whim. I'm not the biggest Demi Lovato fan, so I don't like really pay too close attention to her. But a couple weeks ago, I did notice that her fiance, Max, was in the news a lot because these old tweets of his have popped up where he was basically tweeting at all these female celebrities years ago trying to get their attention. Like, I'm going to marry my Miley Cyrus one day and I love you Ariana Grande and he was tweeting to Selena Gomez like he was just basically after getting famous and he's always been an aspiring actor I don't know how long specifically he's been acting but just two weeks after that it was announced that him and Demi Lovato have split and at first you know there wasn't a lot of details surrounding it but she was posting on her Instagram as if she was a normal human being well Max all he's been posting about lately is this film that he's working on he keeps saying so many people are depending on him for this film all he posts about is the film and so I kind of instead of watching her Instagram because she seemed to be chilling I started paying attention to his and boy oh boy is this fool delivering so he's been posting a bunch of shit on a story and then deleting it so I started taking screen screenshots of everything he's been posting. So keep in mind that he was not famous before Demi. He is a clout chaser. And now Demi Lovato is leaving him probably because she realizes that. And now he is just I don't think he knows what to do with himself. So let me start at the beginning. This is the first Instagram story from him that I took a screenshot of. First, he put up a Bible verse. I'm not going to read that because I mean, anyways, he then posted, um, I was on the set of my new movie, Southern Gospel, all caps, with crew and cast members right next to me who literally watched me open my phone where I then opened a tabloid. This is the God's honest truth of how I found out about the ending of my engagement and have people from my film who saw the whole thing go down and help me get back into character to continue my job. I had cast and crew with families relying on me to do my job. See, there goes the families relying on me to do my job. I don't get it. That being said, please end this narrative and focus on other more important issues in the world. I love and forgive everyone involved. Let us be. Let us heal. God bless. So then the next screenshot is a text message that he sent. It's a blue bubble. And it says, to find out over the internet was beyond anything I could have ever imagined a person could do to another human. And then he captions this post and he says, leave me alone. The fuck? And this leave me alone thing becomes a trend with him. So the next post is some is a group chat between him and someone else. And someone writes to Max, hey, Max. Are you home? The owner just messaged me saying their neighbor said the kayak is in the middle of the lake and someone is there grilling. She wants to know if it's you or if she should call the police. He said, it is not me. They should call the police. I'm on set filming my movie. And as if he needed to attach a picture, he does, of a camera and the set. I mean, braggadocious or what? And then he captions this. And by the love of God and Jesus Christ, please don't send people to break into my home. Who's sending anyone to break into your home? No one cares that much. Is he trying to say that Demi Lovato was sending people to break into his home? I think not. The next screenshot is John Mayer dreaming with a broken heart. The next one is a screenshot of something that he saved in his notes. It says, good night with a smiley face. Please stop trying to thank you next me. Okay. The next one is the same thing, a screenshot from his notes. For I am just a human being who has to go to work tomorrow a.m. where there are families with kids relying on me. Thanks. God bless. 
Ooh, the next one. PPS to this movement. We haven't spoken over the phone. We haven't even officially ended anything to each other. Literally. I'm here in real time with y'all. I love Demetria. Didn't know her name was Demetria. And I just want her to be healthy and safe with an X, which is a very English thing. Is this guy English? I don't even know anything about him. I just know that he's weird as hell. The next thing is the same thing. A screenshot from his notes. If you're reading this, I love you always unconditionally, no matter what. Okie doke. The next thing that he posts is a screenshot of a Demi Lovato song, Don't Forget. And his caption is, I have respected and loved Demetria since I was 15. And my friend Samara, whom recently passed, took me to her concert. The next screenshot is a screenshot of Demi Lovato's song, Get Back. And then he captions, Demetria is the best female vocalist and everyone should know it. The next screenshot is also another, I keep wanting to call her Demetria now, Demi Lovato song called Catch Me. And the caption says, she inspires me every day and is an incredible human being. I know it's not her writing these stories. It's a machine. I love her unconditionally. Demetria, I love you always and forever. The next song, another screenshot of one of her songs. It's Demi Lovato, anyone. And then the caption is, give Demetria the Grammy she deserves. Thanks. I mean, is this guy off his rocker or what? The next one is a screenshot of Marshmello and Demi Lovato, Okay Not To Be Okay, and his caption is, Go stream, okay not to be okay. The lyrics are incredible. Her voice is impeccable. Keep it at number one forever. It's what Demetria deserves. I love you. What the fuck, you guys? It's so creepy. Like, first he's saying, leave me alone. Then he's def- then he's saying that she, you know, p- took this to the tabloids before telling him that they were broken up, and now he's praising her the next screenshot is also another song from Demi Lovato I love me is what it's called he tags recording academy and says this deserves best song thanks this is the best one his next slide is also a screenshot from his notes and it says also comma hashtag free Britney what the fuck are you gonna try to marry Britney Spears next like that would be a good target for him then on his Instagram he posts a video from Friday of him getting baptized in a lake I mean come the fuck on such a profound beautiful experience being baptized on Friday thank you so much okay Okay, then we're moving on to, I believe I took this screenshot. Oh, no, yesterday. This is also a note that he took a screenshot of, and it says, one chapter finally closed this AM, and now I turn the page. Focused on wellness, love, God, my family, friends, and my art. Good vibes only. The next is also a screenshot from his notes. A friend sent me an article about something from, quote, my Facebook page. Just an FYI, that's fake news. I only use Instagram. I don't post on Facebook and Twitter. Hope everyone's having a great Monday. Bless up. Who says bless up? That's not a thing that we say anymore, FYI. And then today it's gotten real aggressive. So he took a screenshot of Scooter Braun's Instagram page and he put the caption as leave me alone. Thanks. Then he took a screenshot of an E! News headline. Max Erich, Erich, that's his last name, says stop trying to thank you next him after Demi Lovato breakup. Then he puts a snake emoji and tags Scooter Braun. What? And then this is the final one that I have. It's from today. And it's another screenshot that he saved in his notes. And it says, at Scooter Braun, stop planting false defamatory stories about me in the media. Let me focus on my film, for there are many families relying on me to do my job. God bless. Aren't you tired? With an eye roll emoji. Why does he keep saying there's many families on him? 
relying on him to do his job. I don't understand. There's all these articles now coming out saying Demi Lovato is like super embarrassed of how he's acting, which she should be. I mean, I hate to say that she should be, but I would be. It's only it's not that it's her fault, but if I were her, I'd be embarrassed too. Like, what the hell is this fool doing? She obviously was like with him for four months and didn't know who he really was, which is now what he's showing his true colors Man, they're out. We see them. They're loud. They're bright. They're vibrant. I just really hope that through this all, because, you know, she's had addiction problems in the past. I hope she keeps a clear head. I hope that she does not get like brought down by any of this. I don't think that she would because like she's like, I, I feel like she has realized what type of person he is and she's disassociated herself from him. She's called off the engagement and she's trying to get away from him because that's the healthy thing to do for her. So I just hope she continues on that path. I hope this doesn't bring her down. I hope she's trying as much as she can to not pay attention to it because it's for he is just trying to hold on to his last five seconds of fame. Maybe if he didn't act like a crazy person after she called off the engagement, he would stand a chance. But the fact that he's doing all this and just acting totally erratic, I mean, he, his fan base is going to be gone. I was going to make a playlist this episode like I do with every episode. But last week I realized something. If I plan on doing this podcast for a long time, which I do, we're talking I'm going to be up, you know, into the hundreds, the 200s, the 300s, the 400s someday. I can't just have 400 playlists on my Apple Music. Like I was scrolling through the other day trying to find one of my old playlists and I had to scroll so far to find it. So I need to think of a better way to organize my playlist so that I can still make you a playlist every week. But so I'm not having to sift through all these playlists to get to my music on my Apple library. So I was thinking, should I just make the playlist on Spotify since I rarely use Spotify? But then I feel like I've gained so many followers on Apple Music that I, I know that some people don't use Spotify. So I want to continue to make them on Apple Music too. Maybe I'm just not that experienced. Are there some playlists that I can hide from myself? Should I make the playlist only available for a week. You know how on Apple Music it'll have like daily pop and that playlist changes all the time. But if you want the songs from that playlist, you can download them into your own library. So should I just make a single What the Chuck podcast playlist and it changes every week? So if you want that playlist, you'll have to download it to your own library and that way I can get rid of some of the bullshit in my in my Apple Music library and you can just it, it'll just be your responsibility basically to go in every week and download it. You think that's a good idea? Would you guys like that? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Give me some feedback on that because I just feel like down the line, it's going to get a little out of control. I'm going to have way too many playlists in my library and it's not only inconvenient for me, but then every week when you guys go on Apple Music to try to find my playlist, it's going to be inconvenient for you to try to sift through all of them to find it. It probably already is a little bit annoying to sift through all the playlists. So let me know what you think. As per usual, please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Maybe don't tell a friend about this episode. I don't know. It's a little bit of a hot mess. I'm not embarrassed because you know, feelings are feelings. I express myself in the moment. That's how I was feeling. I still wanted to put out a product this week. I didn't just want to let my emotions get the best of me and say, you know what? I'm not going to do one this week. If I ever did deserve like a mental break and I and I needed it, I would take it. But today I felt like I got some bad news, but I wanted to continue on. And look at me now. I feel better. It, it, this is very therapeutic to me. So I'm I'm glad that I did it. If you want to share it with your friends, you can, but maybe, maybe wait till next week. <laughs> 
<laughs> Give me feedback on your favorite pet products and also the Apple Music stuff. And I'm sure you guys will. It always amazes me um, how many people message me about things that I talk about. And I love it because I love to know that I'm talking about things that are relatable to you. So I don't even need to tell you to give me feedback because if there's something that I said that you have an opinion on, I trust that all of you are going to tell me. Don't forget to message me on Instagram if you want one of my What the Chuck stickers to put on your water bottle or your laptop or I don't know, on your at the back of your cell phone. <laughs> uh, just send me your first and last name and your address and I'll get that sent out to you. And thanks for, <laughs> it's crazy because this isn't even going out till tomorrow, but thanks for listening to me. Thanks for being here this episode. I appreciate it. Yeah, episode 18. I got something big coming for episode 20. So we're just two away. I'm excited. I can't believe I'm already hitting the 20 mark. Um, I love you guys so much. I'll be here next week, hopefully without any tears. Goodbye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.